When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Holy smokes, it's Monday here on this program. You know that means we got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. Not the least of which is Hook! The debut of Hook! Got a SmackDown show on Friday. We had a Ring of Honor final battle this weekend. We had a UFC show, which I didn't see any of because I was watching Ring of Honor. And also recovering. We got Raw tonight. We got NXT tomorrow. Lineups for both of those shows here today. Update on Chris Jericho, who was hospitalized, now out of the hospital. I can tell you more about that. Alberto El Patron, his sexual assault and aggravated kidnapping case dismissed this weekend. We'll tell you what happened there. We got the Tokyo Dome. We got Wrestle Kingdom coming up. And uh, the word is 10 matches each night. I'm not sure we need 20 matches over those two days. Uh, but it's going to be some long, long nights on January 4th and 5th. Also, Stardom matches will be appearing on the show, so we'll tell you who's going to be involved there. Plus, full reviews of all of these shows. You want to talk about the Ring of Honor Final Battle show, which was, amazingly, a very, very newsworthy show right as they go dark. There were debuts, there were angles, there were new champions... And now nothing until WrestleMania weekend. We'll tell you what happened on that show. The Rampage review with the debut of Hook. And the SmackDown show with no Roman Reigns. But we'll be talking more about SmackDown in a couple of hours with Filthy Tom Lawler. Filthy for a daily coming up at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern for subscribers at video.f4wonline.com or wrestlingobserver.com. But all the news after the break. Stick around, everybody. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Thank you. 
At Alico.com, let us help you create your own backyard oasis, offering fire pits, pergolas, awnings, patio furniture, heaters, inflatable hot tubs, and more. We employ a group of highly skilled and knowledgeable employees who are happy to help you each step of the way. View our full selection at Alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot of news to talk about here today. And uh, unfortunately, during the break, uh, we saw this from uh, PW Insider. It says here that... Uh, James Michael Guffey has died at the age of 39. James was best known as pro wrestler Jimmy Rabe. His career, which started in 1999, continued for over two decades. Two-time NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. Appeared in Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. Reteamed with Lance Hoyt as the Rock and Rave Infection. Ring of Honor feud with AJ Styles was the crown jewel of the faction. The Embassy 
Last appeared in 2013 as a member of SCUM. Tour Japan with both Dragon Gate Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Where in 2008, he competed in the Best of the Super Junior Tournament. 2005, he appeared on WWE Sunday Night Heat. Appeared in numerous independent promotions around the world. Served as booker for several years and Rampage Pro Wrestling. Led a faction known as Jimmy Rave Approved. Outside of wrestling, he held the position of director of the Bartow County, Georgia, Peer Support Wellness and Respite Center for several years. He'd been struggling with drug addiction for many years. Struggles resulted in the amputation of his arm and later both of his legs. He is survived by ex-wife Felicia, daughter Kayla, son James II, his parents Jim and Tony. Time of his death, he was living in the Philadelphia area with Gabby Gilbert. So uh, memorial services held at a uh, in Georgia. Details released at a later time. It's a very, very sad story. I didn't know Jimmy Rave well, but uh, I'd been in contact with him ever since everything went down with his uh, amputations. And a lot of people had, had donated money. Um, I think it was, you know, well into the six figures that he was, uh, that he owed as a result of all of this and, uh, had talked to him about trying to come on the show and, and talk about it, but never happened. So, uh, all the best to his friends and family. Very, very sad story there. That from PW Insider. Yeah, just crazy, crazy sad. And, you know, ironically enough, you know, Prince Nana going to appear on, dark tonight and that embassy faction that had oh god who was it jay chung at the very beginning i can't remember who else was in there at the, at the absolute very beginning of that but jimmy rave was just you know one of those people that the roh fans just hated for whatever reason they took to him and they just could not stand him throwing toilet paper at him instead of streamers and carried that gimmick on and and just you know it didn't he had his ups and downs, and then he appeared with, uh, with with Lance Hoyt doing the the Rock and Rave connection with AJ Hemi in in Impact and in TNA at the time, and it revitalized his career and his standing. And he's had some rough times since then, but you know, certainly for people that grew up in this era of, of Ring of Honor, you know, that were celebrating because they had their their last pay per view, the last one of this era at least. You know, Jimmy Rave was a very important and big part of that era when you go back and you and you watch all right we had a very uh busy weekend uh tonight is raw and the lineup here lashley's going to be at the show and finals of the rk bronament which would be the street profits versus the mysterios poor dominic talk about him in a moment and uh, that's it. That's the lineup for tonight. Then we've got the NXT show on Tuesday with Braun Breaker versus Roderick Strong, Cora Jade versus Dakota Kai, the in-ring debut of Harland, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson, No Holds Barred, Tony D'Angelo and Andre Chase, and Boa versus Edris Anofi. So six things announced for NXT tomorrow, which is uh, far more than usual. And uh, did you all see Hook's debut? I did. What did you think of this hook? I think he's a Hall of Famer. In fact, that's my, I put it up on Twitter. My ballot next year, and I know Dave has not even counted all the ballots for this year's Hall of Fame yet, but all 10 of my selections next year, hook. I don't know if I'd quite go that far. Do you realize all of this talk about hook is only making this young bloke's life way more difficult? 
How about better? You're going to give him so, 10 slots in the Hall of Fame? It's all about your perspective, buddy. Listen. Because here, here's the thing. It's a perfect, it was the perfect build to this guy. By accident. By just not saying anything. By building anticipation with a fan base that's already in tune with what was going on anyway. And how they presented this kid. And the fact that he's actually got, like, legitimate athletic skills. You know, nobody's saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer or make him the world champion tomorrow. But I tell you what, perfect presentation, perfect debut on Friday night, I believe. Well, there's uh, here's the thing, everyone. I thought that Hook looked fantastic. I raved about him last night on the Brian and Vinny show. He's he's already got superstar presence. He He commanded this building. The fans went nuts for this guy as he walked down the aisle. They've been waiting to see him debut forever, and you know when you when you wait for someone to debut for, forever. I mean, there's a lot of uh, anticipation. There's an expectation, and granted, it was a three minute match, but I mean, he did great, and he had poise. His throws looked great. Uh, I just thought he did a, a fantastic job. But of course, now you know everyone is has just built up this thing in their head about Hook. And hopefully he can he can live up to the standard that they've set for him. I do believe that they're going to be very smart in how they book Hook. I mean, I think that it's going to be, you know, they're not going to overexpose the guy. He's, um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna they won't put him. He's in gonna be a star, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna rush this thing. There's no need to rush this thing. Hook is best served because now it's like a meme. Send a Hook. Hook is best served. He he's he can have matches on dark. He can have matches on elevation. Maybe even not dark in elevation yet. Although I would, but you know he does stuff that's not on the national television show. He's there as a character. You know, every three four months you send Hook. He goes in there. He, he murders somebody, and as he gets better, you can start putting him in. You can eventually put him into a feud. I'm not sure he's necessarily ready for a feud yet. Maybe he is. I don't know. I've seen one match with him, but I have been told that. He's been ready for a while, and this is not like, you know, a match that he practiced 85 times and went out there and did. But, I mean, there is a lot of expectation and hype now around around Young Hook. And the other thing that I wanted to say, which I did say last night as well, you know, poor Dominic Mysterio's just gotten, he's just gotten it this weekend from people on social media. If Dominic's smart, he's just not on social media. But anyway, the thing with Dominic is, do you guys remember the debut of Dominic Mysterio? It was a, it was it was like a, I don't even know how long it went. 18 23 minutes or something like that. It was a I think it was at SummerSlam against Seth Rollins in a singles match. Very high profile on the card. And like everyone's forgotten now because the WWE has done virtually nothing with Dominic. But bro, people were raving about Dominic after that match. And the fact of the matter is if you took Hook, and you put him on NXT 2.0, do we really want to think about, I mean, what would they allow him? You think he's going to be doing giant, big, overhead, belly-to-belly suplexes and squashing guys in three minutes and, and doing any of that stuff? And you take Dominic and Rey Mysterio, and you put them on Dynamite, and you put Dominic and Rey, and by the way, if you don't think that they would book Rey Mysterio well, I don't think Sting has ever lost, has he? Has Sting ever been beaten ever in in AEW, not one time. So you'd have Rey Mysterio and Dominic in there doing matches with Young Bucks, FTR, 
Pac and and you know there are fifty million tag teams that have would have fantastic matches with Dominic and Ray, and nobody would be talking about Dominic being a disappointment or whatever this and that that this poor guy had to hear this weekend. That's just the fact of the matter here. So both guys are in places where because of what they're allowed to do, not allowed to do, protected, not protected. Yeah, right now Hook looks like the golden child. And maybe he will be. But don't take this out on poor Dominic. I didn't know anybody was really taking this this stuff All out on Dominic. All weekend. And, well, we can talk about it a little bit more after the break in detail here. 22 but, you know. minutes, Seth versus Dom in Dominic's debut. 22 minutes on a live pay-per-view. This poor bloke. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759-Again, that's 800-449-1759. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. 
Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Who just told me I look like a jacked up Tony Mamaluke? Oh, no. How dare you? That's a young hook right there is what that is. So the rest of the Rampage show, I thought the show was an excellent show. We had the uh, tag team title match with uh, FTR. Challenging for the AEW tag team titles this time. I've actually got my uh, final battle report here. Where am I? Uh, Lucha Brothers beat FTR. 14-minute match. I think these teams have, have figured each other out. I thought the first match they ever had together was good. Not a blow-away match. This one I thought was a great match. They seemed to work better every time they were in the ring together. And uh, Lucha Brothers got the big win to retain the titles. Uh, Penta got the pin there. Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Penelope Ford versus Ruby Soho, Anna Jay, and Ty Conti. Ten minutes. Uh, did you watch this match? Apparently this match was sloppy. Is that right? I don't Sloppy? I don't yeah, know. Well, you know, hey. The work was high after. Uh, it's a high bar to set when you, FDR and Lucha Brothers come before you and they had the type of match that they did. I had a lot on my mind that night. I wasn't paying attention really to this match. But every time I looked up, it looked fine. But then Vinny and Craig told me it was like one, it wasn't very good. So, well, I mean, but you know what's funny? I had a lot on my mind Friday night. I was preparing for Saturday. But man, when Hook and Fuego del Sol came on, three minutes, 100% attention to the screen. As noted, I thought it was awesome. That Hook looked great. Fans loved him. Yeah, you brought up the NXT thing. Look, <laughs> they would have never let it get this far without ruining it. You know, plus on top of it, you don't have the aesthetics. They'd never allow the aesthetic of, you know, they're using Wale to do the theme. That's great. But, you know, <laughs> so what, do you think Chairman's intent from Action Bronson was going to be used? You know, you think that money was going to be spent to go ahead and, and decide to do that for him? You know, this kid's just starting out, <laughs> you know, and you, you go and I don't know what licensing is, but, you know, I. Hey, it's all the Turner family vice records. I don't know. Maybe it's cheaper than I think it is. But, you know, WWE would never do something like that and broker that kind of deal, especially for a guy that's just walking out there, you know, whose name wouldn't be Brock Lesnar. And they didn't even do that for Brock. So there's no way you can't switch the positions. And I can't believe that anybody is blaming Dominic Mysterio more than they're blaming the system. But. You know, that that to me is silly. When it comes to Hook, I wouldn't put him on TV, though. Like you're mentioning, putting him on Elevation or Dark, I actually wouldn't do that. I wouldn't bother doing something like that. He's on Rampage. He's on on the main show on Dynamite, and that's it. That's it. Send When it's time for to send for Hook, then you send for Hook. He can do enough work and pop up in enough places. If you want him to do indie shows, he can pop up at different places if you wanted him to. But I actually would not mess with the mystique at all of bothering to put him on elevation or dark and that's not to 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 put down anybody that's on those shows or anything like that i just think you know if you really want to make him special then go ahead and make him special well here's the deal with making this dude special 
I don't care how you do it, but this guy needs to work. And put him on indies. If Send you're him. if you're not going to put him on dark and elevation, then he needs to be doing indies every weekend. That's right. If he's Send not going to be doing indies every weekend, then he needs to be doing elevation and dark. But he needs to yeah. work. He needs to work, 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 to work, work, work. And the key is he is uh, he's 22 years old. So there's no need to rush this. You spend two years getting this guy work and getting him experience in front of people, and when you decide to pull the trigger on him in a big feud. Two years from now, he's still only 24 years old. So there is a way to do this, and they've look at look at their their own uh, pillars. Their four pillars. I mean, how long was it before uh, Sammy Guevara ended up winning that that title? You know, they they put him in the the uh, in Jericho's group, the Inner Circle, and they groomed him, and he did he did tag matches, and he was already far more advanced than Hook is at this point. But it was a couple of years before they finally pulled the trigger on him for that title. They have not pulled the trigger on the Jungle Boy yet. And they've been slowly bringing him up over the course of a couple of years. He was more advanced when he went to AEW than Hook is right now. MJF, way more advanced than Hook was when he came to AEW. And we're slowly grooming him to world championship matches here. So there is no hurry, but the guy needs to work one way or the other somewhere. I, th- I think it would be great to see promoters send for Hook, you know, for Drew Cordero to send for Hook to be on, you know, uncharted uh, territory on, on, you know, IWTV. You know, look at Wheeler Yuta. Look at all the people that have gotten, you know, a chance to work and a chance to get better and a chance to shine on through IWTV. Look at, can you imagine Hook showing up? Because Josh Barnett sends for Hook to be on Bloodsport on a GCW weekend or something like that. There's ways to get this guy a lot of work, especially obviously work every single day, you know, behind the scenes and wrestling and doing what you can. And no, that does not replace working with different people in different environments in front of different fans. He absolutely needs to do that. But I, I just don't think Elevation and Dark, I think any... I think to send him off and to continue to make him as special as you can why, and just ride this wave while you can to, to go ahead and do that, I think keeping him off the, the other TV that you have is still the way to go. Well, I'd have him do Dark and Elevation. That's just me. But I would keep him off, off Dynamite in, in big matches for the time being. Listen, if he's working Dark and Elevation, he's working with, with bros that you know and trust and you have, listen, they got Adam Cole and guys like that that work in Dark and Elevation. So get him in there with good workers, work a lot of matches. Or, you know what, he doesn't even need to do singles matches. He's part of Team Taz. Get him in there doing tag matches on a regular basis. Let him get in there. He can work a little bit more each match. And uh, and away you go. And look, and this is loosely related to this. But, you know, in New Japan, there's still the tradition of having seconds at ringside. And in the Japanese system, you know, you're used to seeing that in AEW more than anywhere else, I guess, well, outside the Indies, I guess, you know, we see it with different factions and things like that. But like, you know, you have the ability to do that there. And that's where I wish that would kind of come back more, especially in, a, in an area that's got so many factions and things like that, to have guys at ringside so these young guys can come down and watch your Dante Martins or your Hooks or people like that to just to be around it, I think is, I always like that concept. I always like that idea. I'm a boxing fan. I'm a martial arts fan anyway, so I'm used to it. But I always like that aspect about wrestling, and I wish it would actually come back. It'll never come back in WWE, but I actually wish it would come back everywhere else. Person here says if he does the darks and elevations, he won't be mysterious. 
He's not mysterious anymore. He was mysterious until Friday. Wrong. Now we know who You're he is. Wrong. No. No. Get Did this you guy. See that face. You don't know what's going get on. Get the reps. Him, this Alvarez. guy noted. He's right. Get them reps in. Brian thinks he's an expert on the hook. The hook is an expert on you, Brian Alvarez. You don't even know this. You don't even know that man. Just like the song said, he was sitting there not saying a word, just looking his back turned to his opponent, just looking up. You were wondering what Hook was thinking. I know that you were. Everyone here saying I'm wrong knows nothing about actual wrestling. Like He had one three-minute match, and yes, it was awesome. It was a fantastic debut. But, bro, he's got to learn how to work. I'm sure he can work to a degree right now, but anyone on this planet, most of all his father, will tell you that the bro needs reps. Reps, 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 matches, 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 matches. Yeah, okay, you can repeat it a million times. He doesn't have to have him on dark. He doesn't have to have him on elevation. He can have him on the scenes. He can have him before shows. He can have him after shows. He can have him out there in front of different crowds in other places. Why overdo the mystique of this guy? I mean, with anybody, let alone with him. Look, it's just one example. If somebody else was in this boat the same way. And again, this has got nothing to do with people that appear on dark or elevation, whether it be Adam Cole, CM Punk, whoever. It's just sometimes maybe some people shouldn't be on those shows. And if you have something special, then why bother with it? If you want to like have a, a short match with him showcasing, do it like you did with Fuego Del Sol. Do it on Rampage. Make it a big deal every time out. Why not ride this wave? Bro, these people here that are advocating for the indies, yes, it would be nice for them to do indie matches as well. But, okay, you can team hook up with Hobbs. And let's think about the level of tag team talent that you have in AEW that could get in the ring and work with. Who is he going to work with on the indies where he is going to be carried by a significantly better opponent in long matches? Nothing against anybody on the indies. Wait a second. Wait a second. Where are they going to send him? Wait a second. This is how Daniel Garcia got to be as good as he is. This By facing guys like Davey Richards and people like that. I mean, for heaven's sakes, there's a reason how Lee Moriarty... Joey Janela is in AEW! Joey he doesn't have to go to the Indies to wrestle Joey Janela! There are a zillion people on the Indies who are working right now. Again, like a Richards coming back. There are tons of guys. Josh Alexander, there are plenty of places that he can go. Imagine, look, they have a relationship. Imagine if he shows up to wrestle somebody on Impact or something. But again, even that's a pipe dream. Regardless, he can place, he can go and, uh, and face a lot of people and get a lot of experience wrestling a lot of different people and have a lot more time than he would in, in a better match and a better opponent in some cases than he would on a rampage or on an elevation or a dark show. I mean, if he faces Davey Richards or if he faces Vinny Massaro on a West Coast Pro show, is, isn't that better than doing five minutes against Fuego Del Sol on, 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 you know, dark or something. He doesn't something need to do like five that? minutes on dark. You can give him as much time as you want on dark. They have dark and elevation. It doesn't have to be a three-minute squash. And Come I'm not bearing the indies. I'm pointing out that AEW has some of the best workers on the planet. And and you guys want to send him to some random indie show instead of working with some of the best workers that you have under contract and trust just because you're afraid that yeah. Hook is going to no. lose his aura. Let me no, tell you something. It's not about being afraid to lose the aura. It's That's about what not this guy says. Any- well, I don't, Brian, you're, t- you, okay, do me a favor. Let me know when you want to talk to me instead of arguing with 17 different people who have 17 different ideas, all of which are you're wrong at the end of the day of it. You know, I mean, there are wrestling ways to talk about this that actually can make some sense. You're lucky there's a commercial right now. 
Why? Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Oh, let's look through some of this feedback here. Then we can talk about Final Battle. I know everyone is praising Hook, this person says, but you got to give credit to Fuego Del Sol as well. He made Hook look even better than he did of his own volition. Fuego is a great asset to the company. Well, that's why he signed at He's All Elite. He did a fine job taking a 
horrific beating. Hook's debut was such a success. He had the poison swagger of a guy doing this for years. Props also to Fuego for going out there and bumping like a boss. He made Hook look like... Does Fuego have a... She's sending me texts here. Hook is a stud. It was already clear you can't have a better name than Hook, and now you can't have a better debut than Hook did. I was blown away by his match with Fuego Del Sol. What a stud at only 22 years old. Hook is the new Goldberg. Let him go on a winning streak of 200 matches. Well, he's not going to do a 200-match winning streak if he's not on dark and elevation. Hook had the perfect debut. Last year, Hook was a young lion. Just hung back next to his dad. Did nothing. Then did something. Then a little more. Then his look got more interesting each week. Then he got physical a bit. Then a bit more. Then Punk mentioned him. He started eating chips. Then he made his debut on Friday in an all-timer. A perfect build. Bravo. All that in a bag of chips. Brian, if it was chips for you... Would it still be those plain ass chips? Have you evolved at all? Barbecue to get potato to, chips. I don't eat plain salt and, chips. Salt and vinegar potato chips. Before his debut, Hook was merely a meme. It was funny to hype up this kid who stood in the background of promos and ate chips while wearing a hoodie. After his debut, it got real. The kid became a star overnight. Pretty sure Hook was a star before his debut. Look at what Hook did in his debut. How incredibly over he was on night one. And compare that, oh, here we go, to what WWE is doing with Dominic Mysterio. Yes, they are screwing up Dominic. Well aware of that. You know, I honestly thought when you were talking about Dominic Mysterio going through some strife, that it was about that WWE tweet they sent out about who had the better tribute frog splash to Eddie or whatever it was, him or Montez Ford, which immediately got everybody just to roast Dominic. And it's like... Again, you know, bad comparison. God bless. You know, everybody can have their own frog splash. You don't have to try to compare the two against each other, especially in a in a realm where Montez Ford is going to beat you senseless. I thought that's what all this was about. They just keep pouring things on this poor kid. Bro, Dominic had a, a fantastic debut. Pat McAfee had one of the best debuts I've ever seen. It's actually amazing how many awesome debuts we've had in the last couple of years, and everyone's forgotten all about them because of Hook. Who wrestled for three minutes? It was an awesome imagine, three minutes. Don't get me wrong. Imagine Hook visiting. Let's Rip not Rogers. take anything away from these others. Rip Rogers. Yeah. Let's see Hook interact with Rip Rogers. This person here said the internet should put old Hook on the pedestal, but he rose above everything and proved everyone right and then some. That he wasn't <laughs> just a meme character. He's actually already good. One of the greatest God. debuts ever. Hook is so amazing, this person says. All memes aside, what an impressive showing by Hook. AW kept hyping him up as their best-kept secret and unleashed him, unleashed him at TV at the right moment. The kid's got everything. Technically sound, it factor you can't teach. He's over with the fans. 10 out of 10 debut. Daz on commentary sound, uh, sounded so proud of his son as he should be. There's actually a picture that someone took of a Hook going down the ramp, and it's from behind, and you just see Taz standing up giving his kid, ah, I was in tears watching that, looking at that picture. <laughs> All memes aside, what an impressive showing by Hook. AW kept hyping him up as their best kept secret. Oh, we already had that one. Yeah. The amount of people in AW have tweeted positively about Hook after his debut is insane. He's obviously well liked backstage. And of course, the wrestling community online who have gone insane after watching his first match. The kid is something else. Yeah. The wise men are going to bring gold and frankincense and myrrh to. To hook. Oh, yeah, this Bad is... Bunny. There's another one. Wait, what? Bad Bunny's debut was great. 
Floyd Mayweather These Jr. These poor blokes, they've been forgotten now because of Hook. What do you do? Like Mayweather's or too uh, too gimmicky for you? That wasn't as good as Hook's. Leno? What made Hook's debut even better was how clearly, genuinely proud of his son Taz was on commentary. Even you, beyond... But people would be disappointed? This is kind of crazy when people are like, hey, I don't know, maybe it's just like they didn't have dads or whatever at home. Come on. like Why, why would Taz be upset? Why would he not be in sheer rapture over this. I can't imagine my son, you know, accomplishing something and me not being incredibly proud of it. I mean, my God, what do you want him to do? Like, be a heel and, like, boo his son or be moody because Dante turned on him so he can't be happy for his son coming out there? What else do you expect out of that man? Hey, you know who else had a great debut? Ronda Rousey. Dude, she had a great debut. Yes, I don't know why we're bringing all these people up that from outside. I'm trying to defend poor Dominic. Why? Does he really need defending? Because I'm a nice guy. For me, Hook and (laughs) Ron Breaker (laughs) are two strong Rookie of the Year contenders for 2021. Bro, I mean, listen, Hook's debut is awesome, but he should not be beating Braun Breaker for Rookie of the Year. (laughs) Braun Breaker's doing main event good matches after, after, I think he's at 12 matches now in his career. Braun Breaker right now is at that trajectory that, like, the Kurt Angles and Jack Briscoe, maybe, granted, they were different type of wrestlers, but the Rocks and people like that where it's like, there's something about this guy. And, yeah, there's been something about a lot of people that have come along and things have not panned out exactly according to the way they wanted them to go. But, like, Braun Breaker is something, like, special and kind of otherworldly right now as far as the rest of the pack in wrestling. I mean, as far as young guys that are going to break out, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. He may not wrestle in the way that you want him to, and he'll have, he won't have the kind of matches maybe that you want him to that some of your other favorite stars may have. But, I mean, my God, Braun Breaker is, is something, like, you know, ridiculous here. Uh, Hook missed a cutoff for this year anyway, so he's a shoe in for next year, I would say. <laughs> I loved Hook's debut, this person says. It was everything WWE is not. Organic build, completely allowed to flourish, a unique move set enhances the character, and puts him apart from everybody else. Those were all emails, by the way. I didn't read one text. People seem to like this Hook. But you know who else they like here? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar easily has to be the best character in WWE right now. His segments with Sami Zayn have all been quality material. How he interacted with Adam Pearce and instilled fear in him was super hilarious. I'll review this show with Filthy in about an hour, but Brock Lesnar was a hero on the SmackDown show on Friday night. The opening segment is noted with Sami Zayn, and then later he uh, runs into Adam Pearce, who in storyline suspended him and fined him $1 million. And uh, he... <laughs> Brock's promo in the opening segment wasn't great he was kind of stumbling around and everything like that but uh the segment that he had with adam pierce where he explains that uh he basically said that he had killed i think it was a moose not sure what you know tundra living animal it was but uh he explained how he he killed it and then he disemboweled it and then he poured its guts all over the ground and then he ate it and then he stuffed the remainder, and he hung it in his house, and he named it Pierce. And as he's telling the story, Adam Pierce is just getting more and more concerned for his life. He might be eaten by Brock Lesnar. It was a thousand times better than I'm explaining it here. Brock Lesnar is the best thing in WWE at this point by a significant margin. 
It's the Brock and Roman and Paul show. It's what it is. It's what that whole well Roman yeah. wasn't there. Well, but bottom line, the whole yeah, but it revolves around him. And when he's there, he's awesome too. And you can't have this great Brock without the great Roman there, you know, to play off of and Paul Heyman and that stuff to play off of. They're all equally fantastic. And it's the only thing that they have going on that's worth going out of your way to see literally every single time that that any of that group is on the air. This person wants to know how long before the Internet turns on hook. They always do. Well, there is a track record. I guess you know, you know how we'll know. It'll depend on how they use him. That's how that's how soon they're going to turn on him, if they do turn on him. We also had Final Battle, which was uh, Saturday night. It was the end of an era, and literally there are wrestlers on the show talking about how they've all been fired. So, I mean, this is storyline, but it's also real, which is interesting. But uh, I saw uh, probably, I would say, all the championship matches on the show, uh, which included... Uh, Rhett Titus beating Dalton Castle, Silas Young, and Joe Hendry uh, for the ROH television title. And uh, good match, a lot of big spots. It was fun. Uh, drop kick finish, which I love. They kept building up that if if, he, if Rhett Titus hits that drop kick, it's all over. And in fact, he hit a drop kick, and it was all over. He's the new champion. We had a number of AEW stars. I'm talking not your uh, low-level guys. I'm talking hook-level stars, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Hangman Page, Adam Cole, all uh, talking about their time in in Ring of Honor and wishing them the best. Josh Woods beat Brian Johnson to retain the Ring of Honor pure title. This was a good match. Shane Taylor beat Kenny King, fight without honor. Uh, If you love your fights without honor, I mean, they delivered. They did the big, uh, it was actually scary. They had this ladder bridge, and uh, they were going to do the big package pile driver through the ladder bridge. And the referee's literally helping hold the ladder bridge on the barricade because it's just, like, about to fall. And normally when you do the, you know, package pile driver through the ladder bridge, the ladder goes chunk and bends, and you just kind of, it breaks your fall. But because of the way that it was, it was on the edge, it just kind of fell off like this. So they do this package pile driver and just go right down to the hard floor. And Shane Taylor's a big dude. I thought they were dead. But they got back in the ring, and uh, we had another one. Shane Taylor got the win here, uh, his uh, package pile driver onto a chair for the win. And uh, that was that. Roxy defeated Willow, and afterwards, Deanna Parazzo came out with the Reina Duranas title. And she challenged Roxy to a match. She vowed that she will beat Mickey James to win the knockouts title. And then she wants all titles on the line against Rock C. So we'll see what that ends up meaning. Brody King Homicide, Tony Deppin, and Rocky Romero beat Tracy Williams, Tyler Rust, Eli Isom, and EC3. And after the match, EC3 is cutting this promo. And who should debut in Ring of Honor on their last show? Of this old era, but the former Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman, Wesley Blake, and with all due respect, I forget the other guy's name, but somebody actually sent it to me. Uh, but uh, they debuted and ran roughshod. He is now the Titan, Adam Share. 
And then the main event, actually semi-main, Briscoes beat the OGK to retain, to win the tag team titles. So Briscoes won the titles for their 12th time. What else would you do on the final Ring of Honor show? They were there at the beginning. They were there at the end. And then afterwards, who should show up to brawl with the Briscoes? But FTR. So they're doing a match, probably on an AEW show. And uh, my guess is it will be fantastic. And then the main event, Jonathan Gresham beat Jay Lethal to win the vacant Ring of Honor title via submission to an octopus. What do you expect with these two? Match was great. Gresham celebrated afterwards. Jonathan Gresham is a fantastic wrestler. I love every single one of his matches. And I'll tell you more about that when I talk to uh, Filthy in about an hour here because he had another match on uh, New Japan Strong this week. But Did you see any of this show, Mike? I did. I saw pretty much the whole thing. I didn't see any of the pre-show, but I did see the match you didn't get a chance to see, which you'll probably want to go back to see because who doesn't want to go back and watch Dragon Lee wrestle? Dragon Lee and Ray Oris was really good, continued on the feud between the two, or at least the, the statistical anomaly or whatever it is, where Dragon Lee always has Ray Oris's number. They brought that up. Dragon Lee once again gets a victory over him. Just an awesome match between the two, and it was a really fun show. The Briscoe Brothers, that was my main event. I thought it was awesome. Back in a moment, Observer Live. My school ring on my chain. She's my steady, I'm her man. I'm gonna love her all I can. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. 
If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got a show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. I'm not sure if this Jack Evans match that's playing during the break here is uh, the same one, but uh, we did a match once, and I, I hit him with a dragon suplex with a bridge. Only one I ever did in my career. He landed right on my face and broke my nose. Ooh. So if you see a dragon suplex in this match as we continue watching it here and into the commercials, that was a uh, broken nose on that spot. Flattened down or to the side? How how nasty was it? Uh, it just broke. I don't think it was that bad. Blood everywhere. I don't know how they fixed it. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. But don't ever have someone land on your face. That's some my advice to uh, all of our loyal viewers and listeners here. Unless that's what you like. No, Mike. Never have someone land on your face. What if somebody's paying you to land on their face? Is that okay? So anyway, we got uh, some uh, ratings here from Brandon Thurston. SmackDown on Friday, 2.142 uh, million viewers. And uh, 0.5, 18 to 49, Rampage, 503,000 viewers at a 0.18 in 18 to 49, which I believe is up from last week. So uh, clearly that's the that's the hook effect. It's nothing but sunny skies from here on out for AEW when Hook is on your screen. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. We'll have more on that here in a little while. But uh, we're out of time. One hour from now, myself and Filthy Tom Lawler. Video.f4wonline.com. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. SmackDown, New Japan Strong, whatever else we got to talk about. Should be a lot of fun. Back here tomorrow with more. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners up at the studio. A main man, Dom. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.